0: Last week, we guys, uh, guys, we came back to you with um, kind of our first show back from 2020. We were, just a little quick review, we were planning to take the first part of 2020 off with, uh, we've been doing it for three or four years straight, so we were going to take a few months off anyway and just kind of refresh everything, uh, and then COVID-19 hit, so um, we, we were forced to take an even extended break. Last week, we came back kind of with our first show, and we, we spoke a little bit about uh, the relative most relative topic, which is Covid nineteen and um, kind of what the review was or, or what our outlook and uh, view on what was going on with with all the changes and everything. Dan last week, what was your first major takeaway from you know what we talked about and the feedback you got all week? You
1: know the, the phrase that came out of our conversation was, it is what it is. Now what are you gonna do about it? Yeah, and so, you know, I, I talked. You know, you've heard me talk about talking about inner city light. I, I talked to different groups about. You know, there's two ways in life that you can accept a challenge, or accept an issue, or yep. adver- diverse adversity, or whatever. It's positive or negative. So, yep. I think that we as a group and then as, as individuals just said, it is what it is. Let's go get it. Let's go get after it and make it happen, yep. and just do business as usual. You know, now you're going to do some things differently.
0: Yeah. But, um, or you know. Um, yeah, just differently. But yeah. isn't that I mean, the, isn't that the constant though? I mean, you've been yeah. in this for twenty years. I've been a, an agent for eighteen. It, I mean, isn't every five years we're at, we got some kind of size different. change yeah. that requires us to adapt or or sit on the sidelines? And yeah. this is no different. I mean, you know, you can you can sit at home and woe is me to death and, and never get anything done. But um, I, you know, my my takeaway was to stay positive, whether whether you. You might be that guy that decides not to do anything, and I, you know, I guess that's your choice, and that's right. fine. But at least stay positive about it. Yeah, and I think um,
1: I, you know, when I'm, we got a lot more time to think, you know, at night yeah. and, and hanging out with family and just time alone. And you know, my big thing is like, what kind of innovation? What kind of things? You know, I met with some bankers today at lunch, and it's like, what? Are, I mean, I was challenging them. What are y'all going to do? What do you got? Never going to do again? Really? You asked them what they're ne- what yeah. they said. Uh, you know, they were, they were really, they were like, they've been thinking about it as well. Like they were doing most of the work through the drive through He's talking about installing cameras with, uh, where you can see the face and, you know, having that interaction that they can actually do it remotely. Um, you know, signatures. He's like, why do we need to go sign loans and drive all over town and. You know, they're talking about accepting e-signatures. Yeah, accepting e-signatures. That's exactly right. So, yeah. I think the banks are doing stuff different. We've leased, you know, probably 150 houses since this thing all started, and you know, not a single tenant has walked in this
0: building. So, um, so maybe we don't need to, or have the need for tenants to come in the building any longer. Yeah, I mean, you can. You've taken the deposits. We've
1: uh, done the application, signed the leases, moved them in, and they never had to set foot in this building. So. You know, now we won't. Talk, you know, the balance is not losing customer service and always being there to support. Yeah. But we've just said, what are we going to do so that that so you focus on more value-added activities? I think we're taking this as an opportunity. know, yeah. To and, and I, I'm just talking about what we've done, but yeah. you know, I'm, I'm sure the brokerage is doing a lot of the same things. What are you not yeah. going to do, or what are you going to do differently coming out of this? You know, that's yeah.
0: That's, I, you know, a lot of it for us is electronically done anyway. Um, most of my clients are out of state. If you guys are tuning in, you know, you're know you in California or New York or wherever it may be. So a lot of our job is done electronically anyway. I didn't have, we as a brokerage didn't have a ton of change other than the numbers and the volume coming in just because you know, everybody's a little cautious and they're not exactly sure how they want to move forward. But from a compatibility standpoint with covid ours hasn't changed a lot now there's been a few times i've had some some guys say hey i'm going to come in and i'd like to visit with you and of course we're not opening up the building but um getting on facetime and talking to guys and and doing things like that is is something that i hadn't done prior that we started to do now whether it's zoom calls or uh, Mm -hmm. a couple of australian clients calling on the the whatsapp application so I mean we've had some of those so I mean the takeaway from last week to me is stay positive Um, you know if if you decide to go in an action standpoint take that action and and run with that and and do what you're continuing to do I I said this last week but if you were in in the market before COVID and you and two or three other guys were looking at the same property what's changed now is you might be the only one looking or maybe just one other person so there's going to be an opportunity for you to get that extra house um, that you were competing with three or four guys for that you might be the only one interested right this second or maybe just one other so you know take action and then and then stay connected you're you, you I love when you talk on this your relationships and your lunches and the things that you stay connected with people are, are incredible is that you're still doing that you know today yeah I mean got uh,
1: lunch called outside yesterday to, uh, to meet with a good friend of mine and uh, uh, you, know, you call it, and they bring it out to you, and you have to sit down the street and sit you know, at a little table, but yeah, you know, make it happen. And yeah. we talked about ideas and what he's doing, and I learned a little bit. He learns a little bit, and yeah. you know. But one thing I was going to touch on that you said about the massive action, and you know, I keep thinking about ten X. You know, we had our sales meeting yesterday, and what y'all talked about was just the thoughts of, you know, you are trying to dig deep and find any which way to find. You know, new buyers, new properties, yeah. and make that connection. But what that's going to do? You know, you're just trying to sustain and try yeah. to like, you know, yeah, make a living and yeah. thing. But coming out of this, you're going to be ten times stronger I believe because so. you built si- systems. So that's that's what I, that's what I get at with with everybody that we're talking to. And yeah. Like, what are you doing to like prepare to come out of this? You know, right. not just
0: not just survive, but how are you going to thrive long term? So, I'm hoping the stuff that we like, you said that we're implementing now that maybe we should have beforehand. You know, I guess it's a, it's a self realization that maybe we should have been doing more even yeah. even when times and things were flush, you know, doing more. But now, you know, now I'm hoping that some of those things will, will continue on when the market does kind of uh, get back to a little more sense of normalcy than I, than I hope those things will, will, will help. Yeah, and I think this weighs right into, you know, for our topic for the
1: week, I think, you know, the, the perception versus reality of what's
0: going on is going to be a fun topic to talk about today. Yeah. So. Uh, this week, so we're going to talk about property management and how it's going. Um, some of the things and the reasons or ways it's been affected. Um, you know, I, what it, has there been any main change? Has there been any real um, extensive change or any kind of, of policy change or behavioral change of tenants that you've seen from a property management standpoint?
1: You know, it's, uh, coming into, going into this, you know, I mean, the worst thing I could be doing is watching the news and just.
0: It's the absolute it's worst. absolute worst. So, I've got quit doing I,
1: it. I think I told you yesterday, I think whenever, whenever it was, I was just, I focus on one guy to give me facts, the data, and that's all I care about. I don't want to see all the, you know, the riffraff and yeah all the craziness, but. So CNN. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, but, um. Now you got lost for thought. <laughs> you, you know, we were expecting, you know, upwards of 20%, 30%, yeah. on delinquencies, on you know, no, no pays. Uh, we, we thought nobody would move, yeah, you know, um, that people stay put. And so we were prepared for that and yeah. try to buckle down, but that's not what happened. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think yeah. that's uh, I think we prepared for the worst and work towards the best. Work
0: towards the best. You know, so I think that's... Um, was there some percentages or numbers that you could shoot out there at us on what... I know in my portfolio, I had about 95% pay. I was shocked, which is about what pays anyway. Yeah. Even in a good market, I mean, I typically have some that just don't pay, but we we hit, I know that I hit about 95%, almost everybody paid. I mean, that's actually dead on the number that the whole portfolio did, it was right at 95%, so. See how, it's. I mean, that's why that's why housing the prices of the houses have not dropped,
1: right? Because nobody's panicking because they're getting their money. Yeah,
0: everyone's uh, all these investors are asking me why you know they're not. No one's taking seventy-five cents on the dollar. She's like, because everybody's paying rent now. But what I will say is, you know, the the
1: feedback I'm getting you know, stimulus checks, unemployment. Um, Memphis has got a pretty solid base of just people that are working, unless you're in the restaurant industry and you know gyms yeah. and stuff like that. I mean. You know, um, most churches pay their employees. I mean, like, you got a mix yeah. and you got the PPP loan. So, the key piece is going to what I, I would say on the collections part is coming out of this, watch it closely. And then, you know, what is it, May, June, July, probably August, September? That's when I think you're going to really see, you know, I if, think... if you see, a if hit, you see it, it's going to be there. I think it's going to be on the back end. So, I think we need to buckle down. If you got money that's coming in and you don't have to live on it, you know what I mean? Save, like it. save it. Put it to the side. Put it in escrow. Put it in your savings. Let it sit in your account. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you can defer some capital expenditures that you thought, you know, maybe I should do that roof right now. You know, I'm, maybe, the, hold I'm, the, I'm the king of doing half a roof. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I started that years ago. Like, you How know? do you do half a roof? Literally like whatever half is like usually there's some reason why the roof is messed up It's usually because a tree is rubbed on it or yeah. the way that the wind faces it, something that's caused and so yeah, years ago, I would just uh, You know uh, I do it this year and then maybe two or three years later do the front But or the back whichever one but
0: it's like going to Chick-fil-a and eating half the sandwich was, uh, How does that? It's work for me you know? <laughs>
1: So We'll keep doing it. For so the time do you the time. think
0: uh, you know based on that you think if we if we are gonna see a, a downfall or a, a backlash of lack of tenants paying. You think it's going to be later?
1: I do. I think um, we don't know the unemployment versus what's happening with jobs coming back on. I think we're we're now entered phase two today, right? To yeah Which I think that opens it up to fifty people or more. No crowds of fifty, 50 I believe. Or, yeah. So I mean, most jobs can be open now. Yeah. You know now. A lot of jobs are still closing the door and making you do it, you know, remotely or calling it can the be done. Guide, you know, yeah. those kind of things. Uh, banks are still doing drive-through only. Yeah. Um, but the people are working, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, even with our business, we have not laid off a single person. I mean, everybody's yeah still working, you know. The,
0: the, Which is it's great. It's been great. So yeah.
1: you know, I think that's um, anyway. So. so
0: tell me about the government and, and this in the stimulus package, and how do you think that that Do do you think that had a direct effect on our rent that's being paid, or do you think it will if there's another one? You know, they're talking about another one uh, coming back out. Yeah, Um, I mean, I think think at the end of the day,
1: and this, again, this is just opinions of Dan, but I think that people have been stewards of the money that they've been given, you know, from the government or whatever other jobs. Yeah, because they're worried. They don't know if
0: another one's coming.
1: Yeah, you don't, I mean, so I think it's the principle, you always hear me talk about that all the time. The 80-20 rule, 90-10, you know, yep. that 90% of the people are going to do the right thing. You put some money in their pot, you know, in their hand, they're going to do the right thing. It's the 10% percent you got to worry about. Yeah. So the big kicker, you know, is the people that were playing games before.
0: But they're really playing games now. They're really now. playing games now.
1: So that's 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 the biggest downfall of all of this is that if they were, you know, i got a client in Canada right now that, uh, you know, we were right on the edge. Should have evicted him. He was kind of trying to help him. Yeah. You know, now he's like, almost like, nah, nah, nah. nah. Like, you can't kick me out because evictions well, have Been stalled through. To, I think we can start June first. I think we can file. Yeah, May thirty-one was on thirty, whatever. So, it was last you are going to have you know over a large portfolio. You know, whether you own or manage, you're going to have a, a gluttony of houses that um, that because the ones that play games. I don't. Number one, I don't think the judge is going to have mercy. And number two, um, I, I think that they're so far behind now because they didn't try to do the right thing. You know what I mean? Like there was yeah. that they are going to have to
0: move. Unfortunately. Have to. Yeah. They're not going to be able to come up with three or four months worth of rent yeah. for you to to get caught back up.
1: No, and like I said, you know,
0: those that have communicated mm-hmm. and
1: those that—that's what's been interesting. I mean, the landlords and the property owners that are that we partner with, you know, our clients have been really good about saying, look. Do we need to reduce the rent? You know, uh, One of our clients said, give them $50 off. Every one of us you know, pay late. Payment plans, all that kind of stuff that we normally don't do. We put it out there to try to help mitigate the risk. But it's, it's those that have communicated. Yeah. You know, I can't, you know. From a I care just care did one, yeah. a
0: payment plan. A payment plan, yeah. And yeah, I've yeah. never done that, I've never, i just yeah. said, look, if you can't pay, you gotta roll. But I, I've got one that, asked for it and yeah. uh, granted a payment plan. So number one, they
1: communicate. Number two, they asked. and so you you offer it. And so as long as they commit, they all win. You know what I mean? He wins, they win, the tenant wins, you win because you, you know, get money it still comes in, now it's, it's delayed, right. but yeah. So anyway, so that that's been good, and then you know, rolling into leasing. Yeah, I was just about uh, to say, has yeah. leasing seen any kind of that's uh, been change the, or no? Really? That one has been interesting because you know. Again, the fear. You read all these blogs, Bigger Pockets, and yeah. you know all these people that are you know worried that you know they're not going to want to move into houses and this and that. We had the most move-ins in the last six months was last month. How do
0: you so, explain okay. that? Is there is I mean, like I don't, I don't know that you can, <laughs> but how, like I, I how do you explain that? Like how how do you in a time where people are afraid and. Uh, that they, they're unsure of market and where their next check in some cases could be coming from. Like, we, we leased the most homes we've leased in six months last month. I mean, I had, you
1: know, my personal portfolio I was looking at this morning. The house just came online two days ago and started already got an application approved. Another one's got a deposit. So, I mean, it's, it's, and again, I don't have an answer for it. I don't, I'm not a crystal ball. The only thing I can think of is that we've kept the economy going through the stimulus, stimulus. and unemployment. Um, which has been tricky for us on the application side, because you can't see anybody. You, well, you can't see anybody, but you can't. You know, I can't count unemployment because you don't know what the next step of that job will be. Yeah. So it's been people that are gainfully employed that have moved. So, see what I'm saying? So I don't. I wish that you know we had data to be able to just surmise why that is. And maybe we should do a survey of the people that have moved. What you know? Um, but we had a hundred and something people moved last month into you know, new properties, our occupancy level has gone up through this,
0: like several percentage points. And maybe that stimulus check helped. I mean, mm-hmm. that, Maybe that was some down payment money or what have you. But it, it goes to show to me that people still, tenants, people, I mean tenants, have still got to live, right? Yeah. And this is kind of, I asked Douglas about this, you know, your partner Douglas, mm-hmm. I asked about this at the beginning, and you know, his thoughts, and he said the same thing that when I asked you, is, Dean, there's going to be a certain number of people that take advantage of the system and they're going to work you know, that's a small percentage. There's gonna be another percentage that, that truthfully is in a bad way and just don't they don't have the money. But the overwhelming majority of the people that are that are paying rent and and, and our tenants are gonna pay their rent because they've gotta for one, they're at home all day. Well, <laughs> they they gotta have a place to be at home all day if you can't go anywhere. So it's one it, thing it that's, is kind of I guess refreshing to see that. Well, I think one thing
1: two things I would say. People residents have realized that Number one, it's expensive to move. So yeah. there is a cost to doing that. Number two, with the hedge funds, except just talking about Memphis and this surrounding area right now, but the, with the hedge funds coming in, it's really institutionalized property management. And with the turnkey guys as well, like, so, and we've talked about this on previous shows probably a year ago, but like, you don't see that red and white for rent sign anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? That for, for rent yeah. by owner. So you no. see, Crest Corp or, you know, Renshaw or, or whoever, whoever. else yep. out there that we're friends with that uh, rents properties. But I think, so that what that means, what I'm going with that is like, that means official credit check, pay stubs, utility bills got to be caught up, all those things. It's, have to it's be, done professionally. It's done professionally, yeah, so yeah. you you want to make sure you leave in the right way. It's, it's increased the percentage of people that want to do the right thing that would have normally skated by because that guy with the red and white sign He's not gonna report your credit, he's not gonna take it to court, he's yeah. not gonna do some of the things that the institutional investors do. So yeah. I think that's helped on both collections and leasing. Yeah. Uh, I'm just thankful that you know we did the uh, the tenant turner, you know, we do the automatic showing showings where you can yeah. let yourself in. It's interesting how the naysayers of that, I guarantee you. Wish they had it in place now. Well, no we yeah, wish they had it in place, and then those clients that have always questioned us on that probably change their tune going forward because they're going to read enough articles out there that say thank goodness i had virtual showings or that i could get people in to see it because otherwise right.
0: i wouldn't be able to rent them and right. get them done now that's awesome what uh, so that, that's kind of from the leasing standpoint what we saw yeah. uh, you know i know when we this first hit one of the biggest questions was maintenance and what we were going to do with maintenance and you know if if, if we're not allowed to, to see each other how in the world are we going to fix anything what were what were yeah, some of the initial steps and actions that y'all took for for maintenance, and how did you handle that? So, and how are you handling yeah, it now? Yeah, huh? that's a great, great question. I think we had to step back and
1: say, "All right, what's the right thing to do?" Um, I called friends all over the country yep. with with a similar size management portfolios that we have, and just say, "What are you guys doing?" Mm-hmm. Well, I wrote down what we think we're going to do, and then I checked it with them, and it was almost you know, identical. identical, you know, which was, you know, give them proper PPE, personal protective equipment, gloves, masks, bleach, uh, footies, you know, it, you know, put on their, sho- their shoes. Like a clown going out uh, there doing Got pr- approval from attorneys of what language you could ask and say, hey, has anybody been exposed? Anybody sick? Hey, if you are sick, can you go in the bedroom and, you know, yeah. keep yourself away from this area while I work on your equipment? And then whittle it down to just quality of life. So just anything with HVAC, plumbing. So you know, if there's a hole in the drywall, you're gonna wait. Yes, Yeah. absolutely. So what we've seen is we were actually making grounds, you know, where you lost a little bit of collections you made up on maintenance expense because either an owner doesn't want to spend the money mm-hmm. because of what's going on, which that's been the, the you know, so a, a nice surprise is owners have not like pushed back, you know, yeah. too hard on not spending, except for like Dean or, <laughs> One client, the guy that's. You know, He's a real in pain room, in the rear. Yeah, yeah. One of our hardest clients. <laughs> of course, got the, got the most email. We track emails. You got the most That might be true. <laughs> so, I might be up uh, okay. there. I a got little sarcasm a, in that. I got a lot of questions. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, I lost some train of thought. Um, <laughs> see what so, yeah, yeah, that's right. So, but, you know, the owners and then you got the tenants, the residents. That said, hey, wait, you know, yeah, don't come in yet, yeah. Or, but we've actually seen call volume drop. So here's the interesting thing: is we track calls per day, yeah. And we are probably we average probably two hundred fifty a day, two hundred fifty calls a day, yeah, on average, not including weekends. Weekends are a little bit slower, but on the weekdays, two hundred fifty. But ninety percent of those are leasing. So we're still seeing, you know. The, the ratios are about the same. Call's going down a little bit, but maintenance, you know, I think people are fixing the stuff and, and, or they're saying that whole, that little piece that will, that can wait, I can wait yeah. or I'll fix it myself, you know, or they're just going to forget about it and, and let it go. And let it go. So you're saving hundred bucks here, hundred bucks, hundred bucks there kind of thing. So yeah. that's, that's been good. I think our only issue that we've had is we've had some techs that were concerned about going on certain properties and. We didn't force it. If you they know? felt uncomfortable, you just You hey, just say, you know, that's, that's you know. Your, your choice. Your choice, you're right, and you're not going to lose your job. You do want to be able to speak up, so if there's, a, you know, uh, a certain condition that you don't feel comfortable with, don't do it. So we've kind of taken those approaches. And they might
0: not know till they get there. Correct. And you got somebody that's in there sneezing over there, they answer the door, and you, know, you might not want them in there. No, I'd, I completely get that, and I haven't, from personal experience, I haven't. I've gotten a couple of maintenance calls, but they were the air conditioning and they were yeah. some other stuff. So, I mean, I, I went on ahead and we fixed those. A lot of that was outside. That's right. Um, so I haven't really had a ton of, of inside, not if I'm trying to think, really maintenance calls. So that's good. I mean, it, it sounds like from a, so you know to, to, to talk about maintenance or to put that in a, in a wrap, it yeah. it sounds like we're able to continue to move forward with maintaining homes yes. for the most part, fixing yeah. what needs to be fixed. And if it's something small, a, you know a a light or a a hole in the wall we're waiting or or pausing just for now so that's good um long term you know it you you touched on this just a few minutes ago but long term what are you seeing I mean I've got an opinion but I mean long long term what's your opinion on on collections what's your opinion on the ability to sustain the 95% collections and and the, the, the 100 new leases every month is there you know, what do you see? I, I think you and I are going to probably agree, if, if I had to guess. But what do you see in the next four to six months? Because I tell you what, we're going to sneeze, and the summer's going to be over with, and we're going to be, you know, talking about how are the kids getting back to school and how, you know, how is that going to work out? Right. So what are you seeing over the summer and then moving into the fall?
1: You know, I think, uh, you know, short term, I don't see much difference in collections. Like I said, we're still waiting to see what's going to happen with. Unemployment and stuff like that. I think uh, my advice, because we don't know, that's yeah. what's the craziest thing about all of this. Like you, we we are uncharted territories with all this stuff. So I think you know you got to think outside the box of what you can do. So I mean, like if you have properties managed by others, for example, yeah, I would just challenge you to manage the manager. You know, like yeah. and, and watch it a little closer. You know what I mean? Like yep. you saw the spreadsheet I sent you. My example, what I track daily. Yeah, rent's coming in, expenses going out, check yeah. the bills, you know, and that's, that's, you know, I've been doing it for 20 years. Yeah, But if you don't do that, you won't know where you're at and something can creep up on you. And so then well, all of a sudden you have vacancies pop up or you know what I mean? Like you just, yeah. you just gotta watch your vacancies, collections and maintenance and keep those things all in check daily. Um, and closer I, thumb on it. Yeah, closer thumb on it. I think you got to do that. I don't think you should just be working and not watching that stuff, and I think you just need to make making wiser choices.
0: I think you got to do it anyway. Oh, I mean, sure. And, and I, I, know we're, we're, I know we're talking about right now what you should do. And hey, it's a it's a popular thing to say to hey, manage your portfolio better, manage the manager, whatever it may be. No, I think yeah. if you're over two or three properties, oh, I think you got to do that anyway. And if yeah. you're not, I think you're, you're you're gonna miss something. It's gonna give you reason to be upset. It, it's then you're gonna find you gotta find somebody to give that anger to. You know, so I mean I you know, I think managing the manager and your your portfolio closer is because back
1: what we talked about earlier, like you doing stuff now that you can still keep implemented once things turn around. That's perfect. segue. yeah, that's perfect. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just just think about don't let that habit go away. Yeah. You know, like you were talking about with the brokerage, you're doing some habit new habits now that you'll never stop doing. That's right. Even if sales double or whatever, yeah. You'll yeah. keep doing it. But I think you're gonna see you know, I think we talked about this earlier, but I think you need to save every dime you can, put an escrow, yep. uh, Put keep it in your checking account, don't spend it. If you can live off your W-2, please live off your W-2. Yeah. Because what you're going to see with the, the, that percentage we said that's not doing the right thing, mm-hmm. there's pent-up turnover. You know what I mean? Like, there is pent-up turnover, so you're going to see, you know... Some vacancies So, come. say we average 20 houses a month at the end of the day after... You go to court, you know, we, we file probably 65 plus evictions a month, but truly only 20 people move a month. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm giving you just range, you don't hold me you to this 20. You do anybody email you and hold you to it. That that's right. Well, you tell' me it was only 20. Uh, but, so say we didn't do it in April, we didn't do it in May, yeah. and we didn't do it in June. So that's 60 properties equivalency that are going to hit July, August, September. You see, what I'm saying like you're going to have some turnover and some rehabs coming. So, get with your manager. How are they preparing for that? Do they have the crews? You know, do they have the ability to take that? that that's you a know, great point. You know, like are they ready to, to handle that influx? Does that make sense? Like, yeah. You know, I think you just that
0: that that's just a key thing I would think about. Um, um, I assume we're doing that with our staff, with our team. You're you're gearing up and knowing you know, that over the next 90 days, you're going to get. More rent-ready jobs, more turnovers, more more vacancies. Yep. In fact, we just shuffled people
1: around, um, kind of streamlined some stuff. That now that we have somebody that's just solely focused on doing bids. Yep. You know, versus it was split out. You know, and, and multiple duties. So now that one person's duties only bids, and then part of that is to get prepared for this, yep. so that he can turn those bids around in you yep. know, two or three days and, and get that to the owner, so we can. Prove them and get them fixed and back on. Uh, yeah. Leasing, I don't see any major concerns. I think maintenance—you sh- you could see an uptick, you know, coming out of this.
0: Well, because everybody's the pinup up rehabs and yeah. turnovers is going to be pin-up maintenance. That's right. You know, if, if they let that drywall hole go for three months, right. they want it fixed now.
1: And so I would say, because of that, I think you've got to look at it as an investor, you know, like stocks. I'll give you a good. This, this play right into this. You had your stock market you know I made the mistake of looking at it once the virus hit <laughs> down 30% sure all right did I sell did you buy I wish I bought didn't buy yeah I wish I had yeah but I didn't sell and so and the reason I didn't sell is I'm in it for the long term you know yeah. what I mean? I'm in it for the long game and so I didn't panic and I looked at it this morning just kind of check it's one of my daily checks sure. that I do and I check the market and you know, it's above where it was. Now, that, that's a whole nother show. Those are your stocks. Yeah, the one k my retirement stuff. That it's above where it it's was. It's above where it was before the virus, this morning. Yeah. And I was, paying, you know, I was like, oh, upset. So, you know, two months ago. <laughs> now, can it go back down? Yes. Course, yeah. But where I'm going with that is even your houses, say something happens with this virus, and we call you, and you need to spend $5,000. Know, yeah, I'm just, again. I'm gonna cry. You're gonna cry first. I'll cry about it. You'll cry. <laughs> But you'll make it. Yeah. You know what I mean. And so I think you just got to be. It's a thirty-year game. It's not a two-month, six-month game. So don't look at it like "woe is me" and this this investment stinks. You know. Think about the tax benefits, the it's, depreciation. It's very hard to get
0: through to an investor. Yes,
1: yeah, so that's probably the hardest. You know. Yeah. I mean, I can remember. I mean, you remember me from driving around picking up signs and collecting rent and all that stuff. And I yeah. would literally be taking my W-2 money to pay property taxes. Yeah. But what kept me going was looking at that statement and saying, wow, I paid this many thousand of principal off yeah. this month. During that time. And it just snowballs, because that next month, you say that it's $100 this month, the next month's $110. Yeah. It always, I mean, amortization schedules, your principal pay down keeps doing this, or right. your interest yep. payment goes down. So um, that's what would keep me going if I was an investor looking at this. and. Saying "woe was me," oh, I lost two thousand dollars. No, I mean, yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an investment. So that asset will appreciate, yep. whether it be three percent in some of our areas or ten percent. You know, I think you just got to look at it. You got to change the mindset on that. I just think that's that's where we get hung up with our investors. Is I think a
0: lot of times the guys say they're they're in it for the long haul, but I don't know if they are mentally, mentally. really in it for the long haul. And I mean, they're they saying it versus say it. What's that phrase that Doug always says, like what you, you think you do versus what you do,
1: Right. You know what I mean, it's two different things, right. who you think you are versus who you yeah. really are. In the you vision, know.
0: so the vision of having, so the vision of having your rental portfolio later paid off and cash flowing is awesome, like that, that but you got to think about the sacrifices that you make all along the way to get to that yes. point, and you know, if you really are in it for the long haul, you should have your mindset um, for that, and if you you know, if it's a shorter term play for you, maybe you get into something else But that. I think that is one of the hardest things to kind of correlate to an investor is, or, 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 to, or to, you know, talk with an investor is, are you really in it for the long haul? A lot of people say, yeah, I am, but you're 25 years old or 30 years old and that life changes. I know my, I'm 42. My life has changed dramatically since I was 30 years old. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot that's happened, but you know, I'm, I'm hoping that now I'm, I'm in it for the long haul, I'm, you know, I have goals. I'm trying to get out of this. 10 years or so so if it's so just make your plans i guess is kind of what my advice is is make your plans and make your uh your thoughts and your decisions based off that long haul so to parlay
1: that into like kind of wrap it up for us what what do you think about what are you doing on your sales side like what are your um i mean are you Buying
0: or will you buy? Personally. Yeah. Like, I've bought three since we got into this. So three. Yeah. I'm I'm one hundred percent on the side of you know, you've quoted this Warren Buffett a hundred times, yeah. but it's you know, stay uh become greedy when others are fearful and be fearful, fearful when, when others are greedy. Are greedy. And yeah. I have become a little more aggressive than what I normally am from a buy and hold standpoint, um, over the last six weeks. So I'm, I'm finding, and I guess what I'm, you know, that's kind of what I'm saying to other investors. Like I'm, I'm finding houses that I want and I'm able to get them not at a huge deep discount, but I'm able to get them because there's not a pool of other investors that are out there trying to get it. And now we're all jacking the price of it up. And then, you know, who's the lucky loser at the end, right? Cause you paid too much. So now you're, you're the lucky loser. And I, I don't, I don't think I'm, I'm no, I'm, I'm not seeing a lot of that. So think about this
1: for our listeners and our clients. Which I think plays right into that, which is interesting to me, if you really think about Warren Buffett's quote, which was, you know, be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. So what did you just tell me yesterday when I asked you, like, out of 100 buyers, how many are fearful right now? 75%. So what does that mean? So think about that. Think about that. We're in the, we're
0: in the, we're in that. We're we're in the Warren Buffett statement. That's what, so. That's what we're i was right, saying. Yeah, we're so, in it right now. Yes, so, I agree with that. So
1: now that I'm kind of thinking about it after yesterday's conversation, like you're in that you're in the, the the driver's seat, the sweet spot, so that you're not having to fight all these people for these deals. I agree. That you can find stuff that you
0: wouldn't have been able yeah. to find before. So yeah. I think. Um, Anyway, I that, that, that's what I'm doing individually. From a team's perspective, Brooke yeah. and I are, you know, uh, most of you guys have worked or talked with Brooke and, and myself. So um, we're getting a little more aggressive on follow-ups and send-outs, and uh, we're, we're trying to talk to as many wholesalers as we can. Like, you know, if you're another agent selling what I sell, you're probably doing the same thing. You're, you're, you're buckling down and, and doubling down on your calls and your follow-ups and just kind of – that's that's really sales 101. If you're hitting into a rut, you know what do you do to to get out of it? And this is some of the things that you do. But I, you know, we are in that time where savvy investors and experienced investors are going to be able to find deals, and in some cases, better deals. Uh, more housing, more housing opportunities for them. Um, you're going to have a chance to build your portfolio a little quicker this year than what others did. And I am, you know, the, the guys that I borrow money from, the banks I borrow money from, are still loaning. So we're still getting, now, I mean, some have stopped and slowed down, but the, the ones that I'm working with are still still making loans on good deals and good properties. So I'm not, I'm not seeing a whole lot of that slow down. My recommendation too, um, for listeners is, if you're an active investor, I don't wanna say ignore what's going on, because you gotta be conscious of it, but we're not seeing any changes here in the city that have given anybody extreme concern from an, a buy and hold rental investment standpoint. And from a flip standpoint, if you're flipping properties, I mean, those are flipping and selling right away. Uh, you yeah. can't, you can't, we can't get those fast enough. And I, you know. Everything in our neighborhood's gone. It's gone, it's gone, it's, gone. it's, it's put days. it on the market, and it's
1: priced fairly yeah. and it's selling. We just have a, we have a shortage we have too many people needing, wanting housing yeah. versus what's out there. so. When the rates are so
0: low, more people can afford to hire in home or, what, or any investment home or what have you. So, yeah. um, what do you think a listener can do right now to protect themselves if, if they want to continue to grow? Is there some ways they can be cautious? You know, I would just say have reserves. Cash reserves. So, yeah.
1: so, think about that. Like, so say we have not, in all the years we've been doing this, even through the 08 stuff. Mm-hmm which didn't really, we saw like a month or two a dip. I mean, if you have six months of reserves, like you say you wanna buy this house, this $50,000 house and it's $400 note or whatever, yeah. just make sure you have 2400 bucks extra. To six cover. months You know what i mean? Good. say, six months of it. Just, you know, where I've, I mean, whether it's through a recession, depression, or just regular, the people that we've seen not succeed blew through reserves and didn't have any cash. Bought too fast. Bought too fast and didn't have, you know, put all their money, you know, all money in the down payment and hadn't. So they should have, you know, I'm talking about people that bought, like, say, a package of 10. Yeah. And they put all the money in buying that 10 and they had nothing on the back end. So when those first one or two, three vacancies come up, they have no money. So it's no dip the principles to that change. I think we just got, you know, I think it just
0: heightened that awareness that you've got to have that kind of stuff. I, I, I'm overall like just to wrap up. I I overall am uh, numbers are down across the board for from a sales standpoint. Uh, I've talked to some some guys that sell what we sell, and they're saying the same thing. Numbers are down. Busy May, you know, maybe you know June might be a little slower. But I um, I would encourage investors to to do your research and to and to don't live in fear. Uh, if, if you can't do it and you don't need to do it, then of course don't but if you're that guy that was, that was ready to buy when this thing hit, I would encourage you to, to do some more research and see if it's the right time for you I don't. you're telling me we're, we're leasing more than we've leased, we've, we're collecting as much rent as, all, as, we've, as we've always collected, always collected yeah. um, I, I know I'm proof of that I'm happy to share my exact numbers with any investor yeah. too, so um, I, I, would, I would say let, let's keep marching forward stay positive, do what you've been doing uh, let's see how this summer goes and and you know, maybe maybe we're singing a different tune in the fall But if we are then I'm speaking to my cash guys that need to come out and buy these homes cheap so I mean there's 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 two sides of this coin and, and um, Depending on what you know, what, what what side flips up in the fall is how we'll react to it But for now to me the message is us uh, you know, stay aggressive. Yeah, you know, stay on it. Keep doing what you've been doing and and um, be greedy when others are fearful and fearful when they're greedy. Absolutely. And if any of our
1: numbers and all that stuff, happy to share that. Like yeah. I said, it's, uh, um, we, we track it daily. Yep. Everything we do, we track daily. So we know those numbers by day compared yep. month over month. So. Hey, appreciate your time. Appreciate yeah, you doing this.
0: We're going to be back now weekly, so you guys appreciate you tuning in and listening to us. We're going to post it on the Crestcore Real Estate Hour as soon as we're finished. Uh, if you guys have any questions, my email is dean at crustcore.com. My cell phone is 901. 901- 619
1: Dan. Yeah, dan at crestcore.com, 901-289-7888. Okay,
0: guys, thanks you. Appreciate you. We'll uh, see you next week.